Man, happy happy fathers, happy Father's Day weekend to y'all brothers, man. Happy Father's happy Day weekend to y'all, weekend. man. Welcome to the Black Man Sharp Podcast. We got three special guests in the building, two returning guests, and one first time. Definitely won't be his last time. I want to welcome y'all. This is the Black Man's Heart Podcast, Father's Day weekend, and uh, we're kicking it off with Adonis, Dante, and our good brother, Kasim Norris, legendary filmmaker, up-and-coming legendary filmmaker from Chicago. What's going on, y'all? What's up, what's up, man? What up? What's good? What's good? What's good, man? How does it feel, man? This is what? How many, how many of y'all are celebrating uh, multiple, like this is your, what, anniversary celebrating Father's, Father's Day? Oh, man. I'll be, I don't even know why you brought that up. That's making me feel hella old. Like, <laughs> <laughs> thinking about how many years I didn't celebrate Father's Day. <laughs> not not just as a father, but as a son. How, 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 how many? Oh, man. Uh I, you know what that's a that's a very interesting question right because that i think that kind of like for me that that forces me to kind of think about um something that's a bit bittersweet like i've celebrate i've celebrated father's day more years as a father and and and, and less years as a, as a son because mm. like my dad wasn't wow. around right so it's like i wasn't able to celebrate my i mean i i guess i could have but I, I really didn't. So I like I didn't I don't feel like I've experienced Father's Day as potent um as a son as I have as 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 a dad. You know what I'm saying? And it's uh right. so that's that's an interesting question, man. That's 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 hella crazy right there. That was an interesting answer. <laughs> <laughs> man, you, just hit, you just hit me with some other yeah. stuff right there, man. You, you started my day. <laughs> I thought it was a basic question at first, and then I was like, "Wow!" When 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 Cap was just uh, was, was was just defining it, I was like, "Wow!" When you really think about it, it's a deep question depending Man, on your your is. background. You know what I mean? Because you made me think about how not only do I feel like I've been a father to my son, but also kind of like a father and a brother to my to my uh, sister. So mm. it's like. It's like, yeah, when you really think about Father's Day, how many years have you truly celebrated Father's Day or, or been a part of the fatherhood, I should say? Mm. Um, that's in conjunction with Father's Day to celebrate, yeah. you, know, you know, how well, you know, fathers are doing out there and whatnot. Mm. Yeah, right. Because cause you, you, you hear about, more recently, you heard about a lot of single moms celebrating Father's Day. Um, but you, it, it, it begs the question, what about the kids that take on the role of, of a father, the older siblings that take on the role of a father? Mm. Uh, what, are, are they being are they being given their roses uh, for their contributions also? Mm. Man, that's special right there, man. What about that's... you, Say? Listening to what you said, I don't think they would be categorized even though they put in the work and the time society mentally wants to uh, structure for a certain certain thing that they wouldn't categorize the sibling the older sibling as the the parent as far as celebrating their father's day even though they mm. should you know what I'm saying mm. right because they did put the time in as that person they put them they stepped in to that spot and took that position and took that role and it mm. should be acknowledged for that 
but as society, you know, that we are, we already have a hard enough time acknowledging the fact that we are fathers and mm. we need to be acknowledged, you know, because mm. there's a, a war going on against fatherhood. Mm. Man, you know say that again, man. On several different fronts. You brought up something though, man, which is like father fatherly influences. Well, like I, I know I had some. I had a, a lot of fatherly influences. What were some of y'all what were some of y'all's earliest fatherly influences growing up? Mm. Well, me personally, I've uh, my father, he you know, he, he's always been in my life. You know, I, I've always had my father to look up to. So with that being said, I was able to look at the good and the bad you know like i you know i was fortunate to have my father so i was fortunate to have somebody to, to look up to you know i, I worship and cherish the man you know but at the same time i was an individual that was able to see the negative things that my father did and the positive things that he did and i learned from that you know so i can't as an adult i i, I couldn't sit here and uh bash or, or talk negatively about my father for anything negative that he has done in my presence because at the same time it has taught me what not to do you mm. know so and, so, yeah. and what hey you know what let's back up for a second let's get an introduction let's find out who your fathers are tell me tell everybody who your fathers are and what they were like your memories of them <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's start. Yeah. Let's start. Let's start with you, Cap. Boys got quiet, man. Boys is quiet. <laughs> um, nah, man. Uh, you know, um, man, my dad. You know, my dad. I'll just start off by saying, like, my dad was. Uh, you know, even though I didn't have my dad for, you know, like a, even a, a fraction in my life, I, my dad was killed when I was twelve that um my dad was you know he was in the street heavy but he was a super talented dude but my father was still um a god to me he was a god to me like you couldn't tell me that my dad wasn't anything less than a god he was the first image of 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 a man for me um and you know like even though my dad was this street influence I, would, I never looked up to my dad for any of those things, even from being a toddler. Like I knew the difference. And uh, it's funny to me now, looking back, that I even, I had the ability to separate those things that other people would probably look up to or like lift up. That was never it for me. It was like all the other things that made my dad um, uh, a man and the things that like really influenced me was just like his natural ability um, and he was like an engineer and it was those things that influenced me. So my dad was like literally the first influence of what a man was and what a father was because he definitely took care of us. Um, so yeah, man, that was, that was, uh, that was, that was my dad for sure. Was that, was that your, your, your first question B? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and what about you, uh, Tay? Yeah, my pops. Yeah, like the time in on what King Cap said, my pops was a god. I, I worshipped him. You know, like I worshipped him. He was like like he said, he was the man figure. He was what I looked up to. He was everything to me. 
or he is everything to me. I can't say in the past because he's still here. He's everything to me as far as a man. You know, like I said, the good and the bad. He's he's taught me like as I as I grew up. You know, like when you go through life, you have your opinions and stuff, but your mind develops the older you get and you mature. You know, and as an adult, I can sit back and as I reflect on my upbringing. You know, like I said before, the, the good and the bad. You know, like I saw, I've seen it all, and he's taught me, taught me so much, without necessarily sitting me down and telling me. Mm. You know, I got to see through his movements, how he acts, how he interacts with people. Like I mimic my pop so much in certain ways that it, I laugh about it. And and me and him, I, I'll pick up the phone and give him a call, and we'll talk about it, and we'll just sit back and laugh, because I have to. Uh, certain phone calls I'll hit him up and I got to apologize to him because now I it clicked you know like that light bulb goes off <laughs> certain situations I'm like damn mm. damn I get it I, I, gotta, I, I know why you said roll up the cereal bag pops I get it now I get you it. know what I'm saying it's like I, <laughs> I understand I understand you know so certain mm. things like that so I, uh, I still, you know, I look at my pops as a god, man, and he he's taught me a lot, and he's he's pretty much where my sense of humor comes from, and that right there alone is a is a gift mm. that I that I cherish, you know, because it has it has got me so far in life, and has pretty much made me who I am today, you know. That's what I'm known for, my personality, you know, and I can uh, thank him for that. I wouldn't be me without him because that what makes me. Mm. Right. It's beautiful, yeah. man. Cheers to my pops, G. Ross. Man. Yeah. Man. AD, what about you, bro? Yo, yo, can y'all hear me? Yeah. Okay, my yeah. bad. Um, I would say, you know, like, you know, just like how y'all said, for me, <clears throat> my, my, early, my, my, my first, uh, my first, you know, viewpoint of my dad was probably just like the same thing. Just like he's like a god. You know what I mean? Like I would have pictures on my wall um, of uh, different uh, situations where he's working out, and, and just like his his physique was just it was super super like muscular and and and, 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 and crazy. Like he just had this dope ass physique or whatnot. Matter of fact, it's how I got my name from what I know, and, um, and so. You know, uh, from the uh, first point, I mean, just knowing my dad, he had a lot of that God-like vibe and God-like image to me. Um, I, I didn't grow up with him, so, you know, it's hard for me to say, you know, he taught me anything or anything like that. But what I learned from those uh, same lessons of, you know, what not to do um, were valuable. And I, I find them useful in my fatherhood now in regards to my son. And how I approach my, uh, you know, uh, uh, our relationship or whatnot, but um, but yeah, like pops, just um, from the stories that I hear and stuff like that, he just had this really, really uh, crazy um, atmosphere about him that, that 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 attracted a lot of different types of personalities to him. Um, got to see it sometime, um, you know, here and there or whatnot, but uh, just. Just from what I hear, man, it, it, it was it was dope, and um, I think it's big on how on how like 
you can take on certain aspects of your pops, even if they were or were not in your life. You know, how many times I've heard from people um, that have met my pops and say like, man, you do, you do, you do this like how he did. And I would never know that, you know what I mean? I just would never, I, I never saw him do it. I never uh, was around him to, to be able to pick that up. But for some reason, it still got transferred. And I think that's one of the most coldest things about being a father is that uh, your, your impact can go beyond anything that you might think um, may have may have stuck around or lasted um, mm. because it's transferred in the DNA. You know what I mean? That's pretty dope. Mm. That's wow. hard, man. It's real. It's real. And, and, and you did touch on something that that's hella true. Like somebody could be like, man, just staring at you. Somebody did this to me one time. They were like, man, you. I think it was my mother. She was like, boy, you just like your daddy. I was like, what? And she said, look at you. And, and at the time I was sitting on the floor, I was watching TV and I was drinking something out of a jar with some ice in it with my feet crossed, with my ankles crossed. And that's just how I sit. And, and I kind of twiddle my toes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she was like, that's just, that's what he does. Like he, he'll sit down with a bill and he'll cross his ankles and he'll twiddle his toes. And he always drinks out of jar. Like he, all, he prefers to drink out of jar. I just, it's something Yo. about drinking out of a jar that I, <laughs> I don't get out of a glass. I, mm. I, if I see a jar in the glass right next to you, I'm picking the jar, man. Mm. Those are the most it's ice. Funny, <laughs> it's funny because me and you got the same pops, and that's what I was referring to. That exact moment when I I spread out on a on a couch or on a chair, and I and I spin my legs forward, and I cross I cross my feet. My mom's and, and, and a bunch of folks that have been around my my pops, like Craig and all them, would always say, "Man, you just like your pops," and I'd be like, mm. "Like what?" You know what I'm saying? I got that from my mom because you think cross legs, you think a female or whatnot. Right. But now your dad used to always do it like that. Yeah. It's mm. like, whoa, damn, I, I didn't know that. You know what I mean? It just felt natural. <laughs> it just felt normal. <laughs> hey, hey Cap, what do, you, do you do anything that your pops, somebody recognized in you that your pops did? Characteristic or yeah. trait? It's so funny. Just, um, uh, in Indy, I was just... I, left this party and I went to my mom's crib and she woke up midnight and I went and crashed on the couch and I just like laid my head back and I was talking to her but I wasn't really looking at it and she I I cannot lie like I literally had like a similar moment like that when my mom was just looking at me she was just like that's your father right there all over and I look I'm like is that a you talking about a picture with a picture she's like nah you you nigga standing behind me you nigga you yeah so like she says that she says that kind of stuff you know like all the time and uh, it's funny Tay you brought up like mimicking and then Adonis you brought up like kind of like not mimicking but just like something that's like literally just built inside of you you know you have these things and which is was going to be something i don't want to take over b but I, that's really interesting to me to think Keep about going. that it's like how much tay do you think you're actually mimicking versus what you're actually just naturally doing mm. do you actually think it's a mimic or do you think it's just naturally like what like something that's just because uh, i know all of us we we've all kind of said 
at this point like there was a point in our life father was God so we they were there you know they were the thing to look up to they were this like massive human human kind of a being so with that being said you obviously still have those things whether you carry some kind of resentment or anger even us as being grown men like I still hold my father to a certain like level now right so I'm just curious as to like how much of those of those actions that you think is actually you intentionally mimicking those things versus what is actually just built within your code and who you are yeah 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 that's, that's a good question I, I uh, question. that's a good question man I want to say shit I want to say shit I, I, I guess it's built it's built in me because mm. even though there are similar traits there are certain things that, that separate me and him you know mm. like we are I'm I'm a little bit more liver than he is than mm. he was you know but from what y'all determined on what y'all was saying as far as mom dukes peeping it out my moms would tell me all the time like she wouldn't and it's funny because because she's coming out here next month i'm gonna ask her these questions in, in, in her face and, and see if she can break it down to me because mm. she's never actually broken down exactly what the hell i'd be doing mm. that that be that she be saying just like your daddy because she said that same shit yo just like your dad you just like your dad i'll be trying to figure that shit out you know what i'm saying like what is it you know I, like i know that i know the shit that i know like i know we both are cool and got cool good sister human <laughs> what, what, what the fuck else Michael Mason, i don't even be laughing Jackson, you know, it don't even be a joking situation and she's like <laughs> just like your dad <laughs> I, I gotta figure out what the hell it is, but yeah. but yeah, King. Like, I look just like my pops too. So, so that so that to go in a little deeper, like you know, I'm out in Cali, so obviously don't nobody know me or know my pops like that, or to even associate or any type of connection or whatnot. But in my hometown, those that know my pops and they know me, that's all they say. That um, my name is Little G Ross. So the mm. people that know my pop, they don't even call me by my name. All the OGs and everybody who's on his level, they all call me Little G Ross. Mm. Just like your dad. That's all I hear. So I hear that constantly. You know what wow. I'm saying? So right. I know That's I know amazing, I look man. I look me and him look just alike. You know, I'm just a younger version and I'm like the better version of shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Happy Father's Day, Happy Father's Day, brother. Happy I'm the new Day, better. Pop. I'm the new improved. <laughs> 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 this ain't no surprise. Man. Right. You know? <laughs> hey, hey, yo, I, I wanted to ask y'all real quick, man. Do, and, and, and that's a great uh, point that y'all brought up, man. Do, do you feel like your pops, your, the, either his his presence or lack of influenced you or or discouraged you mm. in any kind of way, mm. and, and and or and what did you learn from him? Or, or like Adonis was saying, what kind of things did you learn not to do? Mm. Anybody could go first. Man, I would oh. say. Um, I would say that, uh, yeah, like, for me, um, you know, 
it's just like the story of America. Like the the victor gets to have the whole control on the the narrative of history, right? And so, you know, in the sense of whether you were raised around your dad or not, you know, whoever was the victor in that situation, your history and your 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 perspective was molded based off of whatever was around you. And so, from what I would gather, that wasn't based off of anybody else's story or and just off of what I was able to figure out. You know, it was one of those things where, um, where, um, my bad, B, what, what was your question again? It was, it was, uh, do, all right, so do you feel like your pops had, a, had his influence? Yeah. You know, his presence or his lack of his, the lack of his presence encouraged you or discouraged you in any kind of way? Yeah, that's and, where I was getting at. So like, like, like it was one of those things where it encouraged me at first because I would, you know, I would, I would get calls and all that stuff or whatnot. But as time went on, um, you know, you allowing other people, other, other types of uh, influences to kind of penetrate or whatnot that can kind of deter you from, um, you know, your your one-on-one relationship with your pops, depending on your situation. And I would say that that kind of happened with, 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 with mine. And, um, um, and so, you know, when he was around, he had a great influence. Um, even now to this day, when it comes down to like working out and stuff like that, there were little nuggets that he, that he gave me. And even at that age, I remember to this day, that I apply, and um, and it and I feel like it gives me the curve, um, and the and the and the heads up in certain situations where other guys may not have known how to like reach certain types of like, um, like like uh, feet and strength and stuff like that, um, because he he was really he was really great at that, and so you know you you get these you get these little tidbits and whatnot you know and so I'm always left wondering like how much more would I know if he was still here um because he passed or whatnot and or we had a better relationship or whatever but there's so much to learn and it's funny because tay tay uh kind of when he when he was swagging out and stuff like that i thought to myself that's that's exactly what's supposed to happen like i hope my son feels like the better version of me and mm, i hope right, that right. my dad <clears throat> you know no matter where he's at or whatnot feels feels accomplished in the sense regardless if we were if we had a full relationship or not, but feels accomplished in the sense of feeling like I'm a better version of him. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and that's hard. That's hard. That's hard. That's really hard to do when, depending on who your pops was and what kind of personality, what kind of traits he had, because it's not always about the monetary and, and, and the, and the uh, financial gains that, you know, we, we, we say, we see some people's fathers uh, bring to the table, but, you know, I, I know with my pops, anytime I was ever around him, he had a presence. And that presence was bigger and more valuable than anything I've seen to this day in regards to monetary and, and, and people who have money. Like I've seen him walk up to to dudes who, who who just finished playing Michael Jordan in the finals and totally separate crowds and have one on one time as if as if he knew him personally. And and, mm-hmm. and that and we all know, you know, as as life goes on we all know that that's the only that only certain individuals carry that kind of ability and 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 charisma and stuff like that and so it's those little it's, it's those little things that you get taught 
um, that you're able to kind of like implement and whatnot. And um, yeah, the only question I always am left wondering because now, you know, I'm past the point of anger or regret or resentment because in my own fatherhood, I think this is probably true with anybody that goes through their own fatherhood as well. Um, you start realizing like, damn, this shit is not as easy as I thought it was. And so regardless of how well our fathers did it, um, or, you know, maybe not as well as others or as, as well we, we would like to have wanted them to be, um, we, we know going through our own fatherhood that damn, um, even at the point to where they got to was good enough. Um, because, uh, uh, it is not easy man it's it's a really difficult journey being a father and so i i i like that i like yeah. that aspect of how you can get those elements of uh of you know different teaching points and 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 different uh positives from your pops even if it was a direct teaching moment or an indirect teaching moment um i found that always to be able to be helpful in my life in my journey and stuff like that Mm-hmm. Yo, speaking of shit that you, I've never seen anybody else do. So I was maybe about three, maybe two, three. And he came to pick me up. No, I was already with him. And we were in this two-seated convertible, red convertible two-seater. And we're rolling through San Mateo and we rode through the King Center and he was talking to somebody out that was walking or something. And so... We're in the middle of the street, mind you. Now, we hear, look up, and it's a squad car right in front of us, coming the opposite direction, of course. And he's just sitting in front of us. Pops, he's big as fuck, taking up the whole front seat, right? He, he does this shit where he leans his right arm on the middle console, and he puts his arm, he puts his hand at 12 o'clock, his left hand at 12 o'clock, and, he's, and he does his shoulders like, hmm. And, and, and I'm like, looking at the police, <laughs> looking at him, neither one of them are have a uh, any any kind of facial expression. Neither one of them. Police ho- officer honks his horn. Pops goes, he, he throws his hands in the air. He goes, what you going to do? <laughs> so the dude, so the dude creeps around slow. He's like, you have a good day, sir. And Pops <laughs> goes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then we pulled off. I've never seen anybody do any shit like that ever in my fucking life. Nor would I ever try to do some shit like that in my life. Not with my son in the fucking car. What the fuck? What was wrong with you? What made you think that that shit was going to work? It's just having, I don't know what the fuck it is. And and you're right, bro. Like everywhere he went, he was, he, he took up the energy in the room. Like he could walk into a into a big ass. He could be outdoors. He could be outdoors, and it's like a energy field around him. People are looking at him. Mm. People are looking at him because he's hella big. Um, people are looking at him. Girl, women are all. I didn't notice women were all over him until somebody else told me. But it was like, and I didn't look up to him as a guy. I didn't look up to my father as a guy. I didn't look up to my father in that way at all. I didn't know my father. Like, I, all right, so imagine you're the firstborn of somebody, and from the time you can remember, all you hear is, you look like your dad, you look like your dad. Oh, look at you, you're gonna be big one day. You're gonna be a football player, you're gonna lift weights. They bought me for a fucking weight, a bench press set, a weightlifting set when I was in the second grade. 
Like they taught, <laughs> I, they taught me how to. I learned how to do how to do the proper how to do the a proper curl form and keep my back straight with a curl bar and everything, bro. Before I was in the third grade, bro. Wow. Like like it, and it's all because oh this is your father. He influenced my uncles, so the ones that were around me were encouraged by my father. <clears throat> so, and whenever I would see him, like I remember for the first. 12 years I would see him in spurts like it would be like me and my great grandmother be in the grocery store at night and she'd be like there go your daddy i like what <laughs> I look <laughs> like hey son hey, what <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> tripping the whole motherfucking night like nigga was that really my daddy like grandma hey grandma grandma don't lie was that my daddy yes that was your call him call him right now he don't got a phone but no it wasn't it wasn't him you know what i'm saying shit like that and then mm. you hear people hey i saw your daddy the other day he said tell you he love you and then so it's like all right y'all tell me about this motherfucker but where is he where mm. is he oh you walk just like your daddy fuck you <laughs> i don't tell me shit no more nigga and, and then and then it's like you see him and all you want to do is know him all you want to do is find out who he is talk to him you know what i'm saying because anytime me and my father were together it just felt natural i trusted him like mm. it just felt like this is my dude like you can't tell me nothing eat like Tay was saying, good or bad, good or bad. You can you you know the times when your dad is an asshole to you, when he's mean as fuck, or when he says some shit hurts your feeling, that kind of shit. I caught some shit like that, mm. and it was like, damn, but I don't even know you like that. I don't want to fuck. Who the fuck? But you can't. This nigga's big as fuck. So never mm. would I ever. So also that's my dad. So it's like, I want to ask y'all this question, bro. Do y'all feel like? y'all would be better off with or without your father in your life or that y'all were or that y'all would be you know what i mean do you feel like him being in your life or not being in your life is would have helped you or would you would have been different mm. uh, man me personally i i would have definitely turned out different like to go to uh answer two two of your questions like i i actually like uh, crave time with my father mm. because I don't you know what I'm saying I don't get it like when you you know what I'm saying when you were moving in life you know as you growing up and, and uh, figuring out yourself and getting on your path you know what I mean you, you tend to forget you know exactly how much time goes by you know Right. And then when you sit back and reflect on stuff like for for my personal journey, you know, it, it has took me all across the country and shit. You know what I'm saying? To the point where I ended up on on a totally different coast away from my parents. And uh, mm. and you know, and I sit back and reflect on certain things. And one thing that I rarely have time or have memories of is is spending time with my father with just me and him as an adult mm. you know and, and, a, and a part of that is is on my end and a part of that is on his end as well but that's one thing that 
that me and him both can agree on is is the time. Like I, me personally, I wish that's one thing that I wish that I had close to me is at least my parents close to me, so that way I could see them on a daily basis, being that they're still on, walking on this earth. Mm. But that's one thing that that the fact that they're not close it, it, it bugs me a little bit. So when it comes to my father like I, I cherish the times that I could get with him whenever I can get it with him that's like me and his biggest issue is that right there mm. we don't stay in the same city mm. you know but but yeah yeah right. yeah like that's like like how we said man the good or the bad like I still to this day you know I view my dad as a guy man like I I I would totally be a different person if he was not in my life so I I love my pops and cherishing regardless of whatever we have gone through or may go through in the future. You know what I mean? I, I love that man. He, I wouldn't be here without him. He's the reason why I exist and breathe and why I look the way I look and act the way I act. So I can't, you know what I mean? I cannot have hate in my heart for that man. Mm. Mm. So yeah, I cherish that dude. I I, um, I need to get more time with him. So that's that's my thing. Time is definitely important, man. What about and what about y'all? Oh man, um, man, I yeah, I, I definitely would say for me, um, you know, for me, I you know, I've experienced both. You know what I mean? I had my dad for a significant amount of time in my life, but I also lost my dad during a transitional kind of period in my life when I really w- shouldn't have lost my dad at that critical point you know what I mean going into high school is when I really needed him but as far as um, if my dad wasn't in my life when he was in my life I definitely would be a completely I'm not going to say a completely different person but I would have just I, I think my path would have been a bit different um, to get to where I am as a person as as a being as a spirit I would have been, I would have had a different kind of trajectory if he wasn't around. But to be honest with you, um, positively, from the lack of my dad, you know, and from my dad being absent, um, it uh, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of growth happened at a at an early age. A lot of pains happened from that point, but also if I just had to like keep it short I would definitely say um, for me as of now the place where I've come to as a man I realized that even though my father physically isn't here um, my father is still in my life um, in every single way possible because um, and Tay you spoke on time um, you spoke on you know as far as like spending that time and I've you know just from meditation and spending time with myself, I've been able to reflect back at myself and realize that almost 90% of the things that I do is me chasing my dad and me trying to spend time with with my dad. Wow. And and uh, and in every way, not even just in the spiritual sense, but in in a very physical way, like from you know from. Um, from my artwork from you know you know creatively from you know the things that I I I read the things you know uh the kind of relationships that I have 
even you know what i mean a lot of things that 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 are connected to me and things that i'm connected with have a lot to do with me just trying to spend another moment with my dad and sometimes i may get that moment sometimes i may feel that moment sometimes i may feel his presence within it sometimes i may not but all of these things they weren't necessarily for me they weren't um something that i was conscious of that i was doing this until i was able to like literally sit and be still um for moments throughout my life and really be able to add all of these things together to just kind of look at the scope pan out and look at the scope of myself and my movement to be able to recognize like yo like this man made such an impact at such a small fraction of my life that it literally like shaped like my entire movement and I'll probably continue to do this until the day I die um Barry I think you and I talked about this one time you brought up something to me when we were talking about this we were talking about like art and I was just kind of telling you I was like man you know when it come down to film or when it come down to music I always go into it to create like these um these happy stories and I was like but somehow when I put that pen down the shit turns into like this dark fucking horror story and we was laughing and I'm like yeah man I feel like I'm like the Edward Scissorhands are like <laughs> like art and shit <laughs> and I was like I try to I try to do good shit but I keep cutting motherfuckers up I'm like I don't know, I don't know what it is and Barry hit me with this shit he was like Barry hit me with some simple shit it was like so simple like it just stopped me in my tracks like I stopped talking for like 10 minutes we was quiet as hell he was like he told me I, I forget I don't want to really mess up your words but uh, I'm paraphrasing right now but you said something along the lines you said he was like, well, man, that's because he was like, and I wasn't even talking about my dad. I was talking about art. And Barry said, well, that's because you're still mourning your dad. Yeah. And he was like, and that's because you're not ready to let him go. You're not ready to let that go. When you're ready to let it go, you'll make something happy. And I was like, damn, I wasn't really ready for that. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't really ready for that response. Like, it was almost like God had given me the answer that I've been like looking for, but I didn't even want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, like yeah. I don't even know how to digest that. So just little things like that, that have been unfolding for me in my life, kind of allowed me to be able to see like, damn, like even throughout all of the negative things that happened with my dad and things that I'm sort of frustrated with him about, like I'm still like out here, like, this man made such an impact such a such a positive impact that those things outweigh everything so like i think i'm kind of connecting and agreeing with what uh king tay said man like man like without that without that brother being in my life even for such uh, the small fraction that he was in my life i would definitely i would definitely be a completely different person because like you know i'm 37 years old and i lost him when i was 13 and i'm still out here you know what i'm saying like i'm I got a, a, a 1977 G20 van with like none but old tapes in it. And I ain't even peep game that I'm like, I drive this van just to feel the spirit of my father. I mm -hmm. bought this, I bought this van just because it reminded me of my dad. And I didn't even know that until I able one day I came outside and I was like, damn, that's literally your dad. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so like that. That, that's it for me in a nutshell man like yeah that's, it, he, he definitely was a positive force over all things it was negative for sure but 
yeah, man, without him, I would I, I would be something else. I don't think I would be, I, I, I don't think I would like, let me put it that way. I don't think I would like the brother that I would have been even without that short amount of time. Right. Have y'all, have y'all ever um, challenged your dad? Like, like, like on some, man, I'm tired of this shit. Like, like uh, Richard Pryor told this joke. He was like, um, <laughs> he said, "My father makes you fuck your own self up." Like, say, nigga, you. <laughs> he, said, he said, "Like, you know, make you fuck your own eye up." And, 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 and I, I, I never stepped to any man in my family. Never, never, ever. I just, I was just smart like that. Mm. But have y'all ever challenged y'all dad? Or seen somebody that did, or have you ever witnessed? Been a has your kid ever challenged you? Like, what have have y'all ever experienced that? Because mm. you yeah, know what I, Yeah, I would say uh, most my um, childhood in my young adulthood was spent trying to catch up to my dad in preparation for that challenge. When it go down, I'm about to lay this nigga out. <laughs> okay, fuck how big this nigga is, man. <laughs> I'm about to got the Rocky music playing and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He's drinking raw like, energy. <laughs> <laughs> that shit crazy. And he said in his younger years at that. Teachers on the playground. Like, What's wrong with Adonis? He runs laps every day. Yeah. Like, dog, you said he's getting ready for something. <laughs> the king was in training. He was in training. <laughs> yeah. You know, that alone. That, that alone. That alone, because I was able yeah. to keep his presence um, the few times that I was around him, that alone was enough. You know what I'm saying? A lot like mm. what Captain said and stuff like that. It was that it was like that that whole entire uh, what do you call it like transmutation or um or uh or even like uh, uh uh osmosis or whatnot like where you where you're able to peep where you're able to get something without even being directly involved with uh with uh you know what that person went through in order to gain that mm. that that type of skill or that craft or that ability and um when peeping when when peeping that even though i didn't have anywhere close near that ability it always was in, the, in my back of the mind in, in my mind on dissecting it and and trying to figure out how do you get that and to this day it's one of my greatest tools where you're able to change the temperature of a room or 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 peep the vibe of a of a whole entire situation and and know that you can manipulate that situation um you know in, in a positive light where where you can affect people positively and stuff like that. Um, I got to see that a couple times, and that alone was enough enough uh, of the of that code for me to be able to figure out. And so, like how Cap said, even with that small uh, uh, incremental time, it's like that was enough for me to understand. Man, if you didn't even have that, imagine imagine if you would never even had that. Mm. And so, 
once again, that's one of those things that 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 give me the ability to be the kind of father I am now. Where it's like, you know what? No matter how many arrows I take, no matter how hard this shit is, um, if I can at least do that for him, then that then I know that's enough because that's that's all I got. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Man, right. That's the mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and what about I, man? That was. That was deep, bro. That was deep, man. Hey, did y'all answer yeah. that question too? I'm. Uh, no. With me, I the only time I can only recall one situation where I where I had to get loud with my pops, and it was just a, a situation between him and my mother. Mm. You know, and at this time I was a teenager. I was in the weight room a little bit feeling myself you know and I had enough of the, of the ruckus you know mm-hmm. and it wasn't it was just more one of those like how you said be like man I'm sick of this shit type shit like literally that's what it was you know but it wasn't there was no physical altercations or anything like that it was just uh, uh, it was one of those I think it was more of a shock type situation like damn you know what I mean? Cause me and my pops, like I, like how you, like how I'm describing, you know, me and his relationship is different. You know, we never had no, no funk. There was literally never no funk between me and him. Like, no matter what went on between him and my mother, you know, I, I still, even at that age as a kid, I was able to separate the two. You know what I mean? In all of the situations, I still view him and her as goddess, god and goddess. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Right. And um, and at this time, you know, it was you know, time goes on and shit. You know, I'm a teenager, up in age, and, and you just get sick of hearing the the repeated uh, soundtrack and shit. You know, and it was just one of those nights, and um, it was just yeah, like like I said, I'm sick of this shit type situation, and just said, man, I'm, you ain't gonna be doing this shit type talk, and that was it. It was he left. And uh, he was gone for a couple hours, came back, and me and him talked. You know what I mean? It was, we, we, he apologized, and, and that literally was it. Mm. And it was on, you know what I mean? Because like I said, me and my father, we've, we, we've never had any type of funk between us, man. It was always, when I'm around, you know, it's like, oh, it's shit. You know what I mean? That's my, that's my son, you know what I mean? Like, I was the best man in the wedding and shit. Oh, wow. Like, you know, so he, I'm, I'm his golden child. I'm his only son and shit. You know, his firstborn, mm. all of that. So he, he views me a little differently, you know, when, no matter what he does on his own. Like, if I'm in his presence, it, it's it's always some different shit. Like, he respects, yeah, he respects his position and he respects me as his son to check himself. And if he hasn't checked himself, he goes to clear himself and, and apologize. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the type of relationship me and me and him have. Man, mm. clap it up for that shit, boy. Clock man, that's that. incredible you know, right there. Like, right. Really, that was... And I'm gonna tell you why, Tay, because not a lot of parents do that shit, mothers or fathers. <laughs> it's just like, oh well, uh, this is how I grew up, so this is what they could see. Or it's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm the parent, and whatever the kid goes through or experiences. If it don't kill them, fuck it. And, and sometimes they don't even have that shit, that kind of regard. <clears throat> so that, so that's pretty, that's that's fucking, that's pretty fucking incredible, man. And 
I know that when you probably when you had that when you said that to him, it it affected him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I know it. I know it had an effect on it. That's what it. That, that's what it was, bro. It was hearing hearing that shit coming from me. That affected him more than anything. Mm. You know, it's like it's like I'm like the the truth serum or some shit. Mm. And if I, if, you know, what I'm saying, if I fucking come out and say, "Oh man, you you fucking up, man." Oh shit, I'm I'm fucking up. I know I'm mm. fucking up. You know, it's one of those like, oh, I know I fucked up. Mm. You know what I mean? We don't we don't even get down like this. This isn't even this isn't even how we get down. So the fact I am that this happened out of pocket. Yeah, exactly, King. Exactly, King. I'm officially out of pocket. Let me let me check myself. Let me remove myself from this situation. Let me check myself. And, bef- and when I come back, I gotta be in the right state of mind to to give my son and my wife that apology that they deserve. Mm. And that's literally what the fuck happened, bro. Wow, wow, that's amazing. That's real man. That's another one of those exactly. That's real man. Another one of those situations where you sit back and reflect exactly, literally what you just said, B. You gotta respect that shit because that's some man shit. You know, it it ain't easy. You know, when you now that we are all adults, you know, we didn't seen a lot of motherfuckers that literally don't give two fucks, man. Mm-hmm. And, and certain shit like that, like you said, B, they'll just let stuff happen and be like, hey, it is what it is. You know, this is how my life was. So shoot, you, Jay, this, you just got to deal with it. Even though I know we could do better, you just going to have to deal with it because mm. fucking, I'm too lazy. <laughs> that's real though, man. That's real though. Because I'm too late. Depending on how your father is going uh, at this time, if you're a father or whatnot, um, you can relate to that and actually justify being like, yeah, well, shit, that's how it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because. And that's the deep. That's the deep part about being a father and understanding that is that when you, if you did go through something like that, it's hard to blame your pops if he chose that route because it's like, well, shit, that's the cold reality of life. And then to the to the pops that understood how to be able to shield you from that or be able to give you the game in that, it's like good good shit. Thank you for giving me that one up because. Even if I didn't apply that now, now that I, now that I, even if I didn't, I can apply it in my fatherhood for my kid. So hopefully he has that one up. She has that one up. And so, you know, that, that, that is just, that's the unique uh, thing about uh, being a father or, or, or witnessing fatherhood uh, when you haven't gone through it before you've gone through it as a man is because, um, yeah, that's, that's difficult, man. Like I myself struggle with that as a father is, uh, at the times where I question, okay, well, in order to get that kind of grit that I got or that ability to be able to use high-level logic like I got, am I going to have to be able to sit back and be like, hey, well, hey, you know, that's life. Hey, man, you got to figure that part out. Or should I give him the game? Because because I know for me, in one aspect, giving me the game would have been too easy. And the part that I figured out that supplied and help me in life in certain aspects is is from me forging my way and learning my own uh my learning learning how well my abilities um uh come out when when I'm in a difficult situation and you can only know that when you're when you're in those situations and so you know once again that's the difficulty of being a father um 
in, in regards to where you're going to step in and when you're going to let, let up and, and let things just happen uh, to, to be able to have that life lesson take place, um, to be able to have that long lesson, um, that long life lesson um, be able to be used at a, at a later date for your seed and whatnot. That's it's difficult, man, because that very thing that you say, OK, well, hey, yeah, that's this is going to be the time where I'm going to I'm going to step back. That can be detrimental. And you don't ever know um, necessarily, you know. And so, yeah, I think I think um, that's some of the the, the high complex, uh, difficult uh, parts of being a father um, that a lot of people don't really talk about. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's very. True. We're giving the credit for it also. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hey, yo, and what's your so? Let, let me let me change let me switch it up real quick man because we just went we got real deep for like an hour <coughs> um growing up some of my favorite fathers to watch on TV was Bill Cosby um it was Bill Cosby it was Webster's dad because he always let Webster eat ice cream with him, <laughs> and and um, and it was uh, I didn't appreciate him until I got older. When I was younger, I thought he was mean, but when I got older, I fucking I I I I, I watched him. I watched the show for him, uh, James from Good Times. So it's funny. It's funny that you asked this question, B, because I always related to the Fresh Prince. Um, Did you? Just, I, I, yeah, because because I always had like other like mentors, so-called mentors in my life here and there that would interject here and there, and they would always have this 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 aspect they would actually take, and I would give them, and other people would give them of this like a high and mighty personality and stuff like that, kind of like how what Will was dealing with when he was. Uh, um, when he when he was uh, you know in, in LA and stuff like that in the, in the Fresh Prince and, and and so it's like I always related to that where it's like man dude like I always kind of like gravitated towards dudes older older dudes that that had that like kind of like that um that 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 high sense of like how how the world is supposed to be or how finances are supposed to be or how success is supposed to be and stuff like that you know. Right, right. But it'll be for me. Along with Uncle Phil, was there anybody else? Um, I would say no, man. That would probably be the the only thing that the, besides that, the only other show I related to, man, would be the Wonder Years, because like, man, that's how my mind would play out when I'd be by myself. It's like it's like I would just hear my own thoughts, kind of like playing out a narrative and shit like that you know what I mean and so it's like it was either Phil it was either Phil type personality or nothing at all bro I swear to God and, and so I always really related in regards to fatherhood when I would watch The Fresh Prince it, yeah. it that's where my father where, where you know you get that little that little tinge in your heart depending yeah. on if you your dad in your life you're not or whatever and shit like that that would be my moment when I watch Fresh Prince is I'd be like damn when Phil would talk I'd be like alright alright okay Yep, that's how you're supposed to do shit. And, and what what about you, uh, Tech? Who who? What kind of TV dads did you did you uh, like growing up? 
Like who's on your Mount Rushmore of TV fathers? Well, I liked, um, well, you know, Uncle Phil. Of course, he was the man. Uncle Phil was cool. Um, yeah, I don't really know, man. Like, I don't think, man. Uh, the Family Matters pops. He was, he was okay. Oh yeah, he was cool. Oh, you know what I mean? He was cool. <laughs> I can't remember his name. <laughs> Carl. Carl, yeah, Carl Winslow. He was mm-hmm. cool. You know, he was cool. He was on he was on the right stuff. So even though when he knew he messed up, he corrected that shit. I remember that that one episode when his son had got harassed by the police and he was confused, but once he really figured out what it was, he corrected that. But he was cool. Um I don't really know, man. You know, like I said, I, I I don't know. You know, my vision wasn't was different. I wasn't really, you know, I wasn't really looking at the the fathers like that. You know, I was more so looking at the the characters like Will and and fucking you know, uh, Carl. <laughs> this, question, this question is also a deep question because it got me thinking. And I want to know Kasim's uh, answer to this because um, I heard yours be. But I wonder if it's if if we're having these answers due to the fact that there weren't really too too. I know like well, Uncle Phil, he was a strong personality and father father aspect or whatnot. But but um besides that, you know, when we think about different guys, uh, men that were in that fatherhood role in, on TV personalities, there weren't a lot of like dominant fathers where they controlled the narrative and controlled their 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 actual uh, household. Oh, yeah, their households and stuff like that. So I wonder if that's what's going on right now in regards to us, you know, figuring out, you know, who, who we kind of gravitated to in that in that regard. Because I know for me, I can't really think like 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 King Tay. I can't I, I can name some, but it was like, eh, I didn't kind of like how he was as a dad. It was like, eh, you know, coming home, uh, fucking complaining and shit. Uh, like Phil, he kind of he kind of ran shit. I like I like how you ran shit. You know what I'm saying? Besides mm-hmm. that, I couldn't really think of anybody else. Yeah. Who? Yeah, Bill was cool. The Cosby's was cool. They was cool as a whole, though, as a family. You know, it wasn't just it wasn't just a Bill. It wasn't just a Bill thing on that though, because the mom she was shit, man. Like, yeah, she, she was. Yeah, she was. Yeah, them them two as a family, the black unity. It I was still got a collective. My bad, to this day. What'd you say, man? I still got a crush on Claire Huxable. I said it on the Black Man's Heart podcast. To this day, I still have a crush on Claire Huxable. <laughs> Couldn't tell me nothing different. Baddest TV mom in history. Name one that's badder. Right? Hey, that's facts. Right Name there. one that's badder. She took care of the kids. That's facts. She- she held it down at the house. She didn't argue. She didn't give Cliff any headaches. She kept him in check when he was out of pocket. She didn't even have to argue. She didn't have to. She had ways. She had her ways were so, so subtle and so. She she was just. It 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 it, it was like watching the symphony. The the way yeah. she she was graceful. It no it, doubt. it was just and, and, and beautiful. No and, doubt. And, and driven, and you like, damn boy. That was perfect what, what, representation, bro. She was a perfect was. representation of, of of a black woman, man, a black queen. 
she talked to family yeah. about their culture. She she um she she definitely checked her daughters. Bro, the way she was with her daughters is I think how more women should be with their daughters these days. Like, don't be their friend, be their mom. Don't, right. Don't try to be on their level. Remind them of the level that they can achieve. Right. It's it's it's, it's like you you I, I mean I ask these questions because I didn't have a father and my mom was uh she would go out a lot and so when I would watch these families on TV I am watching them to learn how to be a boy to learn how families operate and and I'm looking at my family dynamic versus versus the ones on TV and I, and I started acting the shit out so when I'm looking at this shit I'm realizing oh shit she doesn't <laughs> she doesn't yell at her kids <laughs> she doesn't mm-hmm. Rudy doesn't get slapped damn they don't get left at home by themselves what the fuck <laughs> mom <laughs> come here we got a problem <laughs> what's going on so, so, so looking at these examples of black love familyhood and everything on TV that's why I asked the question because being a father you know when you got a baby on the way um, certain shit comes to mind. You know what I'm saying? When when I have my son on the way, um, uh, one of the things came to mind was the beginning of the Cosby Show, the very first episodes when uh, they would do the introduction and Cliff had everybody jumping out the van. He had everybody jumping. Out. I thought that shit was so cool to have your squad in a van. My family used to do that shit. And, and, and now I'm, I'm having this thought like, oh shit, we could be the Huxtables. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We could be the Huxtables. We, we damn sure don't want to be the Evanses, but we we, we, we could be the Huxtables. You know, that kind of shit. So yeah. what, what was y'all like for y'all? Like, Cap, what, did you look at any, who's your Mount Rushmore TV dad? And, and like, what families on TV did you like really look at and be like, damn, that's one day that could be us. I think we might have lost. I think we might have lost. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think so. Okay. That's good. We can try to get him back, and I can edit it out. Oh, there you go. go. Yeah, I still seeing connected. Oh my bad. Um, now one of the one of the one of the um one of the first people that came to mind is honestly like for me, uh, and it's not that any of those people weren't weren't great, um. But kind of like Tay, man, I didn't I didn't really look at like TV dads um, like that until um, I lost my dad. And I didn't even really know what I was looking at when I was looking at this specific show until, again, when I got older, I started realizing why this particular show became so fascinating to me and why it became so much a part of my life. Like, like, brothers, I was like, I was like damn near skipping school to watch this show. And didn't even re- recognize why I was doing this, um, and it was uh, it was Captain Cisco from Deep Space Nine, mm-hmm. from Star Trek, and number one, that was the only black captain that they ever cast 
and Star Trek. And I grew up loving Star Trek and um, they gave him such a powerful role. Like that was such a powerful role to have. Number one, he was holding, he wasn't holding down a ship. He was holding down um, an entire space station. And right. that just resembled like the diversity within that space station. There will always be like ongoing shit, shit happened. Like this man had to pretty much like, like, like put fires out and like wars and shit and in the midst of all of this he was raising he was a single dad and normally the narrative is there's always a single mom but we never get a chance to see the strength behind a single a single man a single and so this brother had so much energy so much so much uh so much drive but also one of the things that did it for me man was um this brother was just so well versed um, and not only in his career but he was just uh you know he 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 was a philosopher he was uh like he was just like this huge history buff and i had never seen a black man on tv to carry so many different like character i mean i knew men like that but i'd never seen us portrayed in that kind of a light like that on tv like that so for mm-hmm. me, I was not only looking at it like, yo, like, damn, like, that's the dad that I need, you know, right now. But I was also looking at it like, damn, like, that's the kind of father I could relate to. Like, I knew for myself, like, damn, so you could be a black man and have these kind of interests. And also just just the basis of the show, it's sci-fi, right? It's, right. it's, it's, it's sci-fi. And I'm like, yo, like, it was empowering to just see that like a black man to carry that role and to pretty much bring you know after next generation after that Star Trek it was like Star Trek went downhill so that black captain kind of like brought brought the the franchise back a lot of people don't know that like he had so much power like he literally shifted the tide of Star Trek at that point so like not only was he fathering within the script but this man was fathering the show right and so like i didn't even recognize like that he had that much power like that until i got older and i realized like yo i was obsessed with this man because he had like this this crazy task and this crazy responsibility to like pretty much like carry this station but he also was like an incredible father raising this like one of the only like raising this young boy who was like one of the only kids on this space station and it reminded me of how i was like kind of growing up and growing up in this like wild ass environment you know what i mean and 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 being and seeing shit that I, a kid wasn't supposed to see you know what i mean but uh but also feeling that love and protection from my dad you know what i'm saying too like um i don't know that, that brother to me like avery brooks um is his name man like still to this day I, I might look him up just because he, he was so influential for me, you know what I mean? And this dude in real life was like this incredible well-versed musician, this jazz just trumpet musician, and he's just fucking incredible, man. So if y'all don't know about this brother, like, look him up. Avery Brooks, he, didn't he play on that show? Uh, they just did a remake of it on Netflix um, with, that, with Mark Wahlberg. Uh, I don't know, did he? He played Hawk. Didn't he play Hawk? Oh, I hey, haven't seen that, bro. He had a bald head with the mustache with the long black leather trench coat. Oh, I haven't seen that, man. I haven't seen that either. 
Yeah, what's it called, B? What's that shit called? Uh, what is it? Uh, there's a remake of it on Netflix. Um, shit, we need somebody to Google shit. <laughs> we need somebody to Google shit. Hey, hey, look that I'm up. Real quick. Kick, man. <laughs> man. Like, quick, quick, Google that shit real quick. Right, you know. man. That's but, dope. That's dope. Just to know that he like he was, he's doing other stuff. You know, because I've tried to like look him up, like a lot of his past works, and I'll always just find like stuff before he did that role and I don't know if it's just after that he went I know he didn't fall off I know he went directly into like he just was he has so many different kind of abilities so I think after Star Trek he just went right back to being like a jazz musician you know what I mean like so he's just one of those dudes who just like he's a renaissance man you know what I mean and and uh and to get that role at that time and to be a father we never seen fatherhood on Star Trek you know what I mean? Like, and so like he like ushered that in and brought like that family dynamic to Star Trek and then seeing that black love. And then also the powerful thing, because they also had his father who was like mm. this incredible chef in like New Orleans. So it's like you saw like these three strong black men. You saw his dad and then you saw him and then you saw his son. And I just never saw like a strong trilogy of black men like that on TV. You know, and let alone sci-fi, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, we still are to this day in art are like as 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 being black are fighting like this war where where we get our stuff gets like gets sort of like separated and put into like the alternate reality kind of shit. So like the fact right. that a show so big like that, you know, like cast it like such a powerful brother and like he just like carried everything everything on his back like that just stuck with me man and like it, it, it you know and i still man i still look at i still look at uh star trek still to this day like i may watch like an episode i know every episode but i still may go back and watch like an episode per week or something like that just because like that brother like them that fathered me you know what i mean like right after my dad was killed i was like literally y'all i was like skipping school to like watch that shit you know what it i mean is, so, uh, it's called uh spencer for hire Mm. Yo, let, 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 let me tell y'all something real quick. This is a fun fact. Star Trek Star Trek was such a father shit for me that it actually, and Adonis knows this, it actually was my bid towards creating the name of our rap group in high school. Like that's where Enterprise, that was one of the wow. biggest parts came from because Damn, it was like that's, big, that's how that's big of big. a deal. It was yeah. that it, and honestly, on some real shit, I I know nobody nobody ain't named a, a a a white man on TV. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go out and just say like Jean Luc Picard was like definitely on some. He wasn't like like father figure, but it was like uncle shit. You know what who I mean? Was, like who was that? What, is Jean, he, what show was that? That was um, the, uh, the ball. He was ball headed dude, right? Yeah, yeah ball headed ball headed white white white. Uh, I think he's British. Brett ball headed. He was he was Professor X from from X Men on the movie. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. He, that he was dude, dope. I liked him. I liked that show. Yeah, real firm and shit. Real firm. The one with William Shatner was my favorite. Ah, you going back? You that going was back. My, that was my favorite, man. That and Kung Fu, I could watch that for hours. William, William Shatner was like, "What was wrong with fathers?" 
You know what I'm saying? In the 80s. Exactly. The AB. AB. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, see, that's the shit, man. I could get. I, I, if I would watch. If I would watch. Well, happened, if I would watch too much of Shatner. Man, William Shatner was just a hoe. Like, he was just a hoe. Like, <laughs> fly around the universe and impregnate the whole universe. He was fucking out. all kind of aliens and shit. Like, hey, bro, that I brother. never paid attention to I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Once again, I did not see the Raj, the women, paying attention to my dad. Oh, I did not man. see that at all. I was oblivious to the green women. I was, man, that brother was bagging, up bagging every, yeah. every, every woman he came across, like for real. And that's the reason, honestly, even me being younger, like I got introduced, I got introduced to to Star Trek. My mom actually introduced me to it, um, and it was the first one with William Shatner, and I watched it. You know what I mean? Because it blew my mind, like that they had a show like that. But then I jumped from there. Um, I watched like half of the season. I mean, half of the uh, uh, um, the whole thing. And then I jumped to Next Generation because that was actually running when I was younger. So right. I was watching kind of both of them. And when I when I went to the Next Generation and I'm looking at Jean-Luc Picard, it was like real shit. And I'm like, oh, I can't go back to William Shatner. Like this is like, <laughs> this is like real deal. I feel like the the one with William Shatner, they were like they were like getting their bearings with the show. You know what I mean? They were like trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? And then the technology wasn't really there to like really showcase I feel like everything was like in a costume you know what I mean but I still love yeah. it because it was the start of it but William Shatner was definitely you said it right Dono like that that def, that brother was like what was wrong with fathers <laughs> in our time period for sure like, why, I mean, women are scorned right now man they hanging on to that William Shatner experience yeah they yeah. need to do a spin off <laughs> about all of his basket children that he left throughout oh, the galaxy oh man bro I'm sure like all of all the characters, a lot of the characters that existed on the next generation and Deep Space Nine and Voyager and Enterprise, I'm sure all them motherfuckers is like kids of William Shatner. For sure. Four eyes, four breasts. Man. You was gonna hit. Bro, on some family guys and shit on that shit. Hey, be on some real stuff like Looking back at William Shatner, I remember being young and like that was like some of the first times I, I knew I was like becoming aroused as a shorty looking at that show because like I so shocking to me even look back like that they had like women just like yo that show could not exist during this time period. Like Bro, at all. not pay attention to that shit. What Bro, were you gonna watching? have to go back and look? You gonna have to go back and look. Like trip, man. Man, they, had, they hella, would, they that, had hella women exposed on that show. That's what it was all about. Him just going around scantily clad alien women and shit. Hell no. They was they was wearing the most skimpiest shit. Like I they were trying to conquer the galaxy. Never mind. That's why. <laughs> that's why. That's why the, the theme kept up even on Picard show because number two was supposed to be like uh was still supposed to have the element oh, of facts. Yeah, number two was supposed to have the element of do uh of of old boy that we talking about William Shatner yeah. um, he would hit on all the alien women including the 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 fucking telepathic who would dress in the skin tight uh uniform and shit like yeah, that Council you know Troy. Yeah, yeah Council Troy yeah Council Troy that's facts right there man yeah that was the short woman the one with the curly black hair that the was the, that's black the Spanish hair. the Spanish 
like oh, that. Man, I have a crush on her. Oh, like we her. all, we all, we all was listening on that right there. She I had, still go back to looking like. She yeah. had the most form. She had the most form fitting outfit though. That's why. Yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't even pay attention to the outfit. I just liked her face and her hair. Mm. I bet you did. <laughs> Hell no! <laughs> there was every young young man growing up in in, in them times. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, man. Nah, bro, like the, the women I paid attention to when I was young, you'd be you would be surprised at. Like like I had a crush on um, what's the woman's name? She won a lot of Academy Awards. Um, white lady. Um. Meryl Streep. Oh, Meryl Streep. Mm, Boy, you want me yeah. to go? Like mm, when I was young, I had a crush yeah, on Meryl Streep. I still yeah. think Meryl Streep is hot. Like uh, man, to this day, to, to this, this very day. day, bro. Like something about Meryl Streep, she just sexy <laughs> as hell. <laughs> that's a, that's a bad white woman right there, boy. For real, it's Meryl Streep. It's the cheap <laughs> Yeah, Meryl Streep, man. She 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 keep it one hundred. Yes. Oh, <laughs> this is supposed to be a Father's Day. <laughs> hey, no, nah, watch this though. Watch this though. Watch this. Cause we're talking about art, uh, the way certain men influenced us in, in in film roles and women influenced us. And we're talking about certain strong women in roles too and in their femininity and stuff like that. And it's funny because we're we're not talking about any black women. I just wanted to point that out. Um, do you think that do you, do you think there's a reason behind that? Do you think that's a lack of certain types of roles? Because I remember in Fresh Prince, it went from being old girl, the dark skinned chick, to uh, the more feminine, light skinned chick, and whatnot, and stuff like that. Um, and for me, my thing is, I for me, I always remember the dark skinned chick at being the mom and stuff she like was that. The one. She was the one, right? But then, but then when I think about motherhood and true motherhood and how you was talking about with the hubs and vegetables and everything like that it don't seem feminine either it, it seemed like what i what i what i what i always was brainwashed to believe or what i even maybe to this day thought was dope ass womanhood and, and dope ass uh mothers that raised their daughters right um they didn't seem the most feminine they seemed like the most strict and the most exactly um, the most uh yeah right like like who, that that's, who? like like when you think about the original chick um in, in fresh prince or when you think about in the, uh <laughs> on the cosby's and shit like that or when you, you think, think about she, you don't think yeah, the mom we, on the original mom on fresh prince was feminine i don't think she was that feminine y'all think she was feminine she, hell, yeah. i think she was the original mom the dark let me tell you like this bro let me tell you like this bro the original mom on Fresh Prince of Bel Air, not only was she hella feminine, but she was like the dark fit. skin Claire Huxtable. I think she was classy. I think she, she was, was like the dark skin Claire Huxtable. She had ways of talking to her kids and keeping them in check from a cultural aspect so that they didn't lose their grounding. She was the grounding of the whole fucking family. Yeah. She was the one I, I reminding everybody. Grounding, nah, but as far as, as far as being uh, what, what, what I would define, what I would define as feminine, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't really picture her there. I would picture more of like, um, I would picture more of like, uh, like, 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 uh, even, even, uh, even like the the second chick that was on Family Matters, or even like on, uh, I mean, not Family Matters, but the chick that 
the wife on Family Matters and the second chick that was on Fresh Prince as more feminine, as far as like a motherly feminine type role, wife feminine type role, she was more strong. Like you know, you know what I noticed about those two. Now that you say that, I'm picturing them walk through the living room, right? The mom on Family Matters and the mom, the light skin mom, the Daphne uh, Reed on Fresh Prince. They both have damn near the same hairstyle, and when they walk, <laughs> they hold their head back, and their hair bounces when they walk. The dark, the original mom, Vivian from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, did not have that hairstyle, and she didn't hold her hair back, and it had it bounce like that when she walked. Although she did hold her head back when she walked that time. Now, when you talk about programming, <clears throat> this is very, very. This is a fucking. This is proof. This is proof. To your point almost, right. when you have a light-skinned black woman on TV and a dark-skinned black woman on TV, they're 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 put out to to one is put out to look a certain way, one is put out to look a, another certain kind of way. Mm. That's why they replaced her with a more quote unquote feminine woman who is light-skinned because she's not as dominant in the in, on screen as a dark-skinned black woman. She was the and, darkest and, one on the fucking show, bro. And, and not only that, but we're finding out, you know, that that even played out in actual reality, too, that she was a very strong, forward-type thinking woman, and that really uh, counteracted with how Will Smith was trying to run things at that point in time, and that really got her out of, out of, out of that show, um, which is why she had to go back and apologize later on. You know what I'm saying? So... I brought this all up to say, you know, like like how you said with the with the with the stereotypes and the and the brainwashing and stuff like that. I just think it's interesting how we were bringing up certain types of women, and um, you know, I, I'm not saying that she's not a feminine woman. What I'm saying is that in in regards to what we what we are taught, what is feminine and what is what is what is like more acceptable to deal with versus what's more difficult to deal with. At times, it just seems like we sometimes we we appreciate the the aspects and the and the and the uh the key the the, the look and the uh, demeanor of the strong woman but at the same time when we when we start talking about femininity and and who we were attracted to and whose mom was hot and stuff like that we don't mention these women and i just wonder I, you know it's not a bad thing it's not knocking us or or anything i just wanted to expand on that on that on that aspect and, and maybe dig into that and see why in the in the so, aspect of fatherhood and, and and as men and stuff like that. And and, and, and to your point, I, I wanted I just want to throw out there real quick that the first person I ever mentioned was Claire. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> first you person did. I ever mentioned was Claire. And and and, and, you're also and older not than because too, she's light skinned, not because huh? I said you also older than us too. <laughs> right. And and not because she's light skinned, not not just because she's light skinned, but also because um Claire, Claire was there for her man. Like Claire, even though she had her own career, she was there for her man and her man was there for her. And I was like, fuck man, I wish my mom could have that kind of shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and so, but but um, I don't want to hog the mic. Um, I want to let everybody else answer your question too, bro. Now, I think, for, I think for me, like why it may be a little bit more difficult doing a conversation and guys to mention you know it's just like in real life you know like you know um it's it's difficult to when you hold you like you hold your mother dear right and if you're in a, 
if you're in a conversation with guys, the chances are <coughs> you'd be you'd be less inclined to bring up uh to bring up certain things about your mom because you're just so protective of that. I think with moms like um Harriet from Family Matters or um the mom from the first mom from Fresh Prince of Bel Air, like in in reality those women are actually more reflective of our actual mothers. Right. And I think that we're less inclined to bring those women up in a conversation, um, especially this particular kind of a conversation, because we're not going to sexualize those women because those women remind us of our actual mothers. It's not that they're not attractive. It's just that we're not going to talk about our real moms in that light. You're not going to bring up your sister in a conversation. And it can be a guy... It could be us. We all love each other. We all know that we trust each other. But even with us, you'll be less inclined to even bring up your sister doing a conversation with guys, even if it could be something like totally innocent because you just have that level of protection over them. Right. I think that those women, those darker women, actually are more close to our actual moms. And we probably just don't bring them up just unconsciously without thinking about it because they're just so reflective of who our real mothers are, who our real sisters are, what they really not just look like but how they actually move i think we have an even higher level of value for them than any of these other women that we even say that they're attractive or they're this or they're that i think that uh once we connect that attractiveness to them they kind of almost in a sense and this may sound shallow but i think it's just i think it's just like when we see that on tv um once we have some level of attraction they lose a bit of that mother like quality for I think like B like you with like the like the Claire or I, I feel like that about Claire too and she's definitely he- hella mothering but I think because you're attractive you have some there's something with that like she has a mother quality that you appreciate but she's not your mom anymore right she's right. not your mom like Claire's not your mom she's just a mom that you wish your mom was probably has certain movements like that but the, the the minute you saw claire and you were you became attracted to her she's not your mom no more like but mm-hmm. you can look at you can look at you know uh yeah i would get at, offended when her kids would talk back to her bro i would be like well you need to say something claire like exactly. I, I would get offended like, yeah <laughs> yeah exactly but i think when we look at harriet or uh, at, like that's like oh damn that's like that's that reminds me of my aunt or that that's yeah. my mom you know what I'm saying? So you just you ain't gonna bring you ain't gonna bring up Harriet in this particular kind of conversation in the in the in the car room of guys because that's like your mom. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like your your jam. Yeah. So, and that's I think real. that's a part of the programming too. I think that I think that you know all of that doing TV that was intentional. They knew that those women had that that actual mother like quality, but I think that you know what I mean. They needed in their minds they needed us to continue these conversations with. They wanted us to have more Claire so we can have that attraction so we can lose. And I think a part of that is power that Claire had. But I also think that um, I think it was I think it's intentional that it that it that it happens that way and that it's happened that way over time, um, because I think that they just didn't need us. And this this is to your point, Adonis. I think that uh, by changing those shades and changing the level of attraction. And, and, and I hate to say that because that sounds so fucked up to say like this other lighter complected like mom and fresh prince was like more attract 
attractive because I think that the, the first sister was absolutely breathtaking. And I, I think do she too. was beautiful. Yeah, she was. Yeah, too, she bro. really was, man. I think I she too. was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't even want to, I, I don't want to even say that because that sounds horrible. What, what, I, what, I the at, what I was getting at is if you, if you flip that right and you think about like the Peggy's of the world or, or the Marks mm. of the world where it was more acceptable for these white trash low-level type moms to be looked at as moms also on top of them being feminine still and stuff like that you know i just think that as men and with with especially with the men that are on the show where we have the ability to even uh produce films and and and, and come out with films and and things that depict um the more truth-telling side of uh, uh, uh of fatherhood which also encapsulates motherhood and mm. and, and, uh, and and women too and, and and our viewpoint on them we gotta we gotta kind of change that narrative and be able to show how how there are ratchet light-skinned girls and there are up uh upstanding uh high-class dark-skinned girls and, and there mm. are dark-skinned feminine girls and there are um dark-skinned low-mannered mild-mannered women and stuff like that um, um, and kind of break that narrative, and whatnot, because it's, it's it's clear to see that there there was one that was pushed when, when we talk about when we go into some of our, our our the way we depict some of these things that we took took out of these shows um, as we were growing up and stuff like that. You know, mm. that's something that I was just noticing as we were talking. Mm. That's deep, man. That's yeah, deep. Man. It, it uh, like you said, if you just sit back and just view it you know what i mean it, it is and uh it's, a, it's they do it intentional you know it's like like how how the how you kings were saying in regards of the color perspective they'll have the darker female be portrayed as such a a bitch or whatnot so mm. hard so hard the dark mm. one got to be so hard and aggressive Whereas the lighter ones, you know, what I mean, they got they look a certain way. They're more so like the model figures, mm. in the house. Whereas the, the darker the sisters are, you know, what I mean, and it, and it reflects it reflects in, in in them as a society as well because, you know, just as we're watching these shows, they're watching them too, and it's affecting them even more so than it's affecting us because they're mm. females. Yeah, right? yeah. and there's there, a show you know, on Netflix called All American. Um, I don't know if y'all seen it. Saw yeah, I've seen that shit. I'm up, I'm, up on, I'm up to date on that show for sure. Yeah, so you know that you you see the colorism in it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. It's deep. It, it's it's weird that we still do that to this day. That's the whole point. It was one of the whole points why I'm bringing this up, man. It's, it's weird that we still do this, man. And I just think that as black men, as black fathers, you know, what I'm saying we all can we all can be bitter in some of our experiences that we've gone through and stuff like that but i think the the strength in what we've gone through um and something that can speak to our fatherhood and our manhood is that we find solutions even while dealing with that pain and that will be one of those solutions man is that we gotta break that narrative you know what i'm saying we gotta we gotta figure out a way to change that 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 way that that certain, some of our women are 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 uh, viewed because even though we sometimes want to deflect and say, "Oh well, it doesn't matter, man. That's 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 Hollywood or that's that's TV. It does matter, man. Um, you know, uh, 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 t- uh, television and 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 uh, and all that is is a form of uh, can be can be can be seen as a form of mil- military might. You know, what I'm saying in the sense of uh, 
um, uh, programming. Uh, yeah, programming exactly. And so um, um, we have to look at it like that as well, and take the take the initiative to kind of like steer the steer the direction in a in a in a truer light. You know what I'm saying? And and start putting these women in in, in better positions where they where they know that I'm not just taking a job. I'm taking a, a role as well that's gonna be able to help control and steer the narrative in a more positive direction, um, and so that we can stop having these excuses and things right. like that. Because it's clear to see that even to this day, like how you point out with 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 that show, you know what I mean? Like it, it still happens, and, and we're supposedly in the woke times. You know what I'm saying? It's wild to be able to see shows like that where you, you can still see it play out. Now, what's this show called again? All American. All, now, what, what what platform is it on? I want to check it out. What is that on? It's uh, on a Netflix. Yeah. And so we that. we have a few minutes before we get out of here, fellas. And I I want to want to leave some uh, for the brothers out there. Um. So I want to ask y'all this question, and feel free to go around. Anybody can go first. Um. What types of things should young, should young brothers or new fathers know or have in their arsenal? Mm. Mm. Um, mm. I would say this, man. First and foremost, if you're already a father and stuff like that, you know, hopefully, um, um, you understand how to control what you can control. And let go of what you can't. And, it, and the sooner you understand how to do that, the the more at peace you'll be with whatever situation you're dealing with. Um, mm. Secondly, I would say understanding self-love first and foremost because it's a trickle-down effect. And if you don't understand self-love, you'll find yourself doing certain things that you think is the is the best thing to do, but you're constantly depleting your resources and and not able to help out in certain situations, which also will put you in a state of depression and, and, and a state of being where you feel like you're not a man or you're not able to do your fatherly duties. But if you do self-love first and take care of yourself first and foremost, then um, you'll be able to have that trickle-down effect where you'll be able to do all those things you desire. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I would say, um, you know, really understand and break down what, what relationships and marriage and 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 family means because to me it means not just blood it means connections and and the and the spiritual uh vibes that you are able to have with people um around you and stuff like that and people that kind of look at you um in the in the sense where you know what can i do to help this person be the best version of themselves and you look at them the same way and if you don't got people around you like that you know i wouldn't settle for anything less and I would stop, you know, feeling for the desire to be around someone or be with a woman um, and learn yourself first and foremost before anything else um, so that you can have the ability to choose and pick versus uh, being in a situation of circumstance and, and luck and um, having to having to manipulate um, because that that'll never allow you to be able to look yourself in the in a mirror in a true uh, in a true way where you'll be able to view yourself as as the ultimate man that you can be um mm. and, and, and those, those are the, mo- the main things that come to mind for me mm. Facts. what about you Tay? 
Yeah, he said it right there. Shit. It's <laughs> 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 real. You know, but yeah, man. Like what, what good King AD said, man. Time on that, you know. Have patience. You know what I mean? Be aware of the demons because they are out here. They are out here, you know. Just be aware of them. Stay persistent. Mm. Stay on your grind. You know, have a, always have a plan. Always have a plan because at the end of the day, you know, like I said, the demons are out here. So look after yourself. Protect yourself. Keep a plan. Stay focused. Stay persistent because the road can't get bumpy. But that doesn't mean it's the end of the road. Keep your head up. Keep your crown high. Walk with your head high. Represent our people in the right way, man. Mm. That's all we got to do. You know, we have to, we have to be the representation of what we want people to view us as. Mm. Hmm. So with that being said, to the kings, to the young kings out there and queens. We have to represent ourselves in the most respectable way and always hold your head high. So that way you'll get that respect that you deserve or that we all deserve. Mm. Mm. That's, that's real, man. Man, I, I I definitely I wanna I wanna I wanna definitely tap into what they just said as well, man. I I'd say a few things just just to make it quick i'd probably say uh just for like the young young parents the young men and also young mothers young fathers uh first time parents man i'd say and this isn't in uh in 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 any kind of order this is just how it's just popping in my head but uh one of the things i think about specifically with being a father and with being a young dad is that we kind of take on uh, this idea that you have to be you have to take on this tough thing with with your kids and with specifically a dad with his son and I think that uh, you know whatever whatever your definition of tough is I just think as men we just always feel like you just have to have like this tough kind of demeanor and you gotta roughhouse your son and you gotta train him how to fight but I think that there's other there's other ways and other tools of fighting and i think that you know when a child enters the world when a baby enters the world you have you know uh you have like i think like like 18 months or something to give you know to give your child a certain amount a level of empathy a child has to absorb a certain amount of empathy and i think it's important not only for that child to get it from the mother but also for the child to get it from their dad um specifically and specifically with a man and so for me um i don't see it a lot but i'd love to see more of it i love when i see it i love when i see a man um embracing his son and showing that level of physical love to his son like literally kissing his son i think that like this whole shit with like men not being able to embrace one another or embrace their son you know um i think that we just need to see more of that like of a man like literally like passing on that level of physical love to his son so my thing is just like young fathers 
um, not being afraid to pass on that love. You know what I mean? Because I, 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 I kiss. I've kissed my. I've, I've embraced and cradled my daughter since she was like an infant, and I've watched my son, like watch me doing that, and I can feel the energy. I can see it in his eyes that he'll see that, and he desires it. But he, he also has this instinct in him where there's this like thing where he feels like and he's felt like he's not allowed to ask for that. So with me being a dad, I'll like transition, I'll shift my body weight from her and then I'll like chase him around, kissing him too. Even though he'll run from it, I'm like letting him know like, I see you, you know what I mean? And I see, I see that love that you desire. Um, as well and you deserve to get that same amount of a physical a physical love as well like there's no Man. difference in that mm-hmm. that i'm gonna give it to you you know what i mean whether it's allowed whether it's something that we have embraced as as black men um as a whole i'm gonna give it to you you know and i do the same thing not even just for my kids i do the same thing for my brothers as well you know what i mean like i'm not afraid like i just to me it's just to me it's just fucking criminal that if I'm if if I have a brother, this is my brother. If I if I'm calling you my brother, you can serve your brother, right? You can hug your brother. Mm-hmm. You can shake up with you. It's up to you whether you're comfortable with that. But I'm not gonna wait till you in. I'm not gonna wait till you're in a coffin and I'm gonna approach my brother's coffin and I'm gonna kiss my brother at that point. But I can't kiss him. I'm afraid to kiss him when he's a, when he's awake. Like I'm not right. saying you're gonna kiss your dude on the fucking lips. Man, you Y'all know get, what I'm talking get, about. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, it's just I that, it's just it, like that level to me. So like that to me, passing that. And then also to one of the things, um, and this is like one of the last things I want to mention just for young parents, um, is uh, is uh, honestly, man, just being aware that, you know, you know, when you look at a child, this is, you know, you see this child and, you know, you know, this is a young life. This is a new life, but also be just being aware and conscious at all times that though you are raising a child, in reality, a human is a child for only a small window of their life. They're an adult longer th- for their life. They're an adult longer than they are a child. So my thing is just as a parent is being aware of that and, 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 and also being conscious that you're not raising a child, you're raising an adult. Right, and right. I think if you're always conscious of that, you know, you will be aware of all of the consequences of some of the things that you might neglect and some of the things that you might be contributing to. You know what I mean? Um, I think people mm. just like invest and insert so much shit thinking that this child isn't aware and this child is so easy to forget. But in reality, this person has to become an adult and they're going to remember this for the rest of their life. So I think if we're just conscious that you're raised, um, that that literally will help shape and influence how you raise this human, how you raise this spirit, how you raise this life. Um, so those, those, those are my two things, man, that I'm even still practicing now as, um, as a parent, as a young parent, because talking right now but in reality we're still young parents right. right like i don't think any of our kids are adults right right all of them right. are like under 18 right tay like can yeah. tay like mm-hmm. yeah all of our kids are still like under under age so it's like i'm not even just saying this to other young adults this is something that i'm still practicing right now but other than that like everything y'all said bro like i'm 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 with that and one thing i want to add b before you chime in and I know we got to go is um, one of the things that we didn't bring up that I just want to say 
for me as a dad, it's important for other young parents to connect with other, other, uh, other parents. Like you may have, as you, you know, you may be young coming in the game and maybe a first time parent, but try to find a space where you're able to connect with other parents, other people who have um, kids as well. Cause for me, when I'm in my like moments of despair as just being a parent, like even us having this conversation right now, like I'm, you better believe I'm taking notes from y'all brothers. You know what I'm saying? You better believe like when I get off this call, when I'm going in the crib and I may have a trouble with one of my kids, like I'm taking some of the things that we talk about, some of the things that I'm hearing about from King Tate, like some of the things that you mentioned with your dad or you may mention with your kids or AD, some of the stuff you may mention or B, you know what I'm saying? So just like being around other fathers helps me to become a better father. So right. um, that's one of the things I, 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 I wanted to mention, but yeah, man. Man, thank you for that, brother. Do y'all do y'all want to give any shout outs to your kids or or to any fathers or to your family to anybody out there? I want to give a shout out to Amaya. I want to give a shout out to Amaya Jalen Ross. I love you, baby. Your father loves you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I want to give a shout out to my father, Gary Richard Ross. I love you, man. You my one and only. Best man for life. I'm gonna hold you down to the end. I got you. Mmm. Mmm. Man. Beautiful. Boy, man, cat. man I, I I I kind of I kind of feel criminal because I got I, I got a long list of brothers. Go that, ahead, shit. We got man, nine minutes. Man, uh, of course I want to give a shout out to my father, um, Kasim Senior. Wanna give a shout out to my kids, Kasim the third, Yoshi. Um and even y'all, even y'all fathers, bro. Like y'all want to give a shout out to y'all, cause y'all niggas like literally fathered me at a time. That's one of the things I, I also wanted to mention too. Like y'all, when I linked up with all of y'all, the times we was hanging out, like I was like pulling like pulling shit from y'all just as men that y'all probably didn't even know. Like I had to, I was forced to like almost like transform my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I had to like pick. You know what I mean? I had to pick fruit from different brothers that I liked. Like, you know, I right. didn't know what what you know what my life was gonna be like. I didn't know what being a man was about because I didn't have my dad around at that point. So I would find things in y'all that I liked, and like I'm gonna take a I'm gonna I'm gonna take a piece of B. I'm gonna take a piece of Adonis. So I'm gonna take a piece of Tate. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all didn't even know that I was pulling from y'all. So I want to give a shout out to first and foremost, man, to y'all because like I wouldn't even I wouldn't even be a dad right now. I wouldn't even be the brother that I am right now, if it wasn't for those moments before we was all dads, you know what I'm saying? I was pulling yeah. from y'all that like empowered me and I'm still doing that right now. So I feel like I'm just a huge ass quilt. I'm just like this quilt of pieces of different brothers that was around mm. me at that point in time that I was blessed enough. So, you know, that's my shout out to y'all, man, to all those guys, thank to y'all, to other dudes. King. Man, Hello, so King. thank y'all. Love y'all, man. And, and happy Father's Day to y'all, man. Happy Father's Day, King. Salute, King. Happy Father's Day, King. Man, thank you, brother. What, what about you, AD? I uh, want to give a shout out to Amaya. want to give a shout out to Captain the Third. want to give a shout out to uh, Yoshi. want to give a shout out to Rio. want to give a shout out mm. to Sir, to Barry the Third. Mm. Barry Grave Senior, Kasim Senior. Mm. Your dad say, uh, 
who's still here to this day, um, mm. which is a blessing. Man. Uh, I just want to say- Special man. shout out to that. I just want to tap into that, bro. Like, that's, real, that, that's a father we still got here. So we got to we gotta praise yeah. him. We, we got to praise man. him for him, man. You feel me? Like, don't be in it both. You feel me? Like, because that pop's still here. And, mm. and that's not behind anything today for your pop. Appreciate real talk, that, real talk, man, and um, the complex, the, com- the, com- the complications and the intricacies of being doing all that. We, you know, we're still, we're still going through it, but it helps us understand fuller now, and it helps us alleviate any kind of pain or hurt or anger and stuff like that. Mm. You know, and that's something that's freaked me up. And so, I just want to say, uh, you know, just shout out to all the all the kids, um, all the pops. Happy Father's Day. Mm. Um, and, you know, big up to y'all. Y'all, like how Cap said, was big influence. Um, even now to this day, in my everyday life in regards to fatherhood and manhood. And um, you know, I'm just proud of us, man. And we look, we look across the room at one another. We see nothing but success stories and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. and that's unique. And so, um, you know, I just like, I just love what we're doing. And uh, let's keep that up. And uh, I love how we we took a hold of this day and, and made it something of our own and whatnot, man. Mm. And so, um, yeah, once again, shout out to the Kings, and uh, I love y'all. And uh, it's love AD, you too, bro. Peace. Love you, man. Love, man. Love you too, bro. Love I want to give special shouts out to all of y'all kids, uh, to all of y'all pops. Um, special shouts out to. Uh, all of the kids that I've ever worked with in the group homes mm. uh, who mm-hmm. shared their stories with me and who I'm still friends with to this day and even the ones I lost touch with. If you're listening to this now, just know that I love you. I always have. And you can call me for anything. Mm. Uh, shout out to all the fathers out there, man. Especially the ones that I grew up with. I see y'all. I see y'all. I see y'all. Mm. Man, I see y'all, boy. There's so many of us that did not Luke. have fathers growing up, and y'all had mm. kids before me, and I watched y'all be great fathers, man. Out of all of my boys, I can I can say that not one of them are absent fathers. Not one of them mm. are not in their kids' lives. Mm. And and I'm saluting all of y'all. Shout out to my cousins. Shout out to my friends. Shout out to my family members. My uncles. My uncle man. Man, I'm going to do a show with my uncles, man, and y'all are going to crack up laughing, bro, because these are the dudes that helped mold me. These are the dudes that told me you got to hit push-ups so you can be big like your father and play football like your father. These mm. were the ones. It was nobody else. It was them. Um, shout out to my uncles. I love y'all. Everything that you've done for me, everything you've done for my children, um, and everything that you've done for your children. I see y'all, I love y'all, y'all are inside of me and I give parts of you to my family every day. Um, shout out to my children. Lil Barry, sir, Rio. Rio just sent me a text message last night, y'all. She sent me a message at like 11.30. She said, are you up? I said, yeah, what are you doing up? She said, I'm just laying in bed, listening to your podcast until I fall asleep. Oh, love, bro. That's love right there. Wow. I promise, man, that, that shit, I, if, if I could have cried at that moment, I would have, but I'm too gangster for that shit. Baby, <laughs> I love you. 
I love <laughs> you. I love you. Daddy loves all of you. And thank you for uh, helping me be the father that I am today. Mm. And I thank your mom. Even though we're not together, I thank her for making me a father. Because mm. honestly, I threw my shit on the craft table many a time. Shout out to Eddie Murphy. I threw my dick on the craft table many a time. Many, many a times. Never had a kid. And then when I did, boom, 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 three in three years. And I love y'all. Mm. So shout out to the moms. I, You know what? I would have did a Mother's Day special, but I was slipping. We're going to do a whole Mother's Day thing that's coming up. But shout out to the moms because y'all put up with our fathers. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all kept it going for 10 months. Like Kevin Durant said, y'all the real MVPs, man, because I don't know what that would be like having being pregnant with a baby and having to do with deal with each one of our fathers. But hey, I'm not knocking our pops because it was all love. It was all love. We know that it was all love because we're proof of that love. This is the Black Man's Heart Podcast. Shout out to the next, shout out, uh, uh, love y'all to the next time. We love y'all. We'll see y'all in a minute. Peace. Peace. All right, y'all, we got like, oh, hello? <laughs> B, them and, niggas and jumped like, off. They jumped <laughs> off hella quick. I was going to tell them we got like 30 seconds. <laughs> 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 he jumped off like the bell rang and shit. <laughs> Hell no, man. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, we got like them niggas all, nigga. We ain't got nothing, nigga. We ain't got no, shit, loud, no nigga. Peace. <laughs> Drop the phone. I bet you somebody dropped the fucking phone. Nigga, for real. <laughs> Hell no, man. Hey, and to keep yeah. it real, this shit is still recording, bro. We wow. <laughs> Hell no, man. All right, Cap. I'm gonna hit All you, right. man. We got we got to do a uh, uh, a phone call conference. Oh, you already quick. know. You already All know, right. boy. All right, for sure. All right, all right.